0: You're listening to Life and Leadership, A Conscious Journey, the podcast that shares wisdom and strength. Join your host, Dr. Michelle St. Jane's weekly conversation on how to have a positive impact for people, planet, and the wider world. If you want to live a life of intention, be proactive with your time, and bring your vision for the future to life, one today at a time, you are in the right place at the right time. Let's get started.
1: Let's step into the intuitive rhythm of your heart with Constance A.O. Constance is a psychic soulmate coach. Welcome, Constance. Glad to have you on board for the series. Thank you. It is an honor. I love some of the work that you do. You talk about limiting love patterns. What are limiting love patterns?
0: Hmm. That's a good one. It's such a big topic. Most people don't really think about it. But if you notice that you keep attracting the same kind of person or the same kind of scenario in your life, it becomes it's a pattern, you know, and often we pick those patterns up from our beliefs. And sometimes those are passed down from our parents or sometimes it's it's a societal conditioning kind of thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Would codependency be one like being codependent? Absolutely. That's a major sabotaging pattern, particularly for women, isn't it? I love another Mm -hmm. reference I saw to you turning a princess into a queen. I am not a big fan of the Disney princesses. (laughs) <laughs> and the Prince Charmings I'm like oh heavens no I would really like to be the queen of my space and share that companionship with someone who's a king because Prince Charmings to me are like adolescents in men suits what do you think about that
0: <laughs> oh my gosh I completely agree and it's just funny how that's how we're like we grow up watching that kind of stuff like we need to be saved <laughs> But yeah, the princess into a queen is like when you realize that like some of your princess patternings of how you respond and how you relate are like holding you back from really allowing not only your partner to step up into his kingliness or just attracting and the right quality of person that you want. A
1: shout out to Disney. It's time to show us what Princess Jasmine looks like in midlife and what Princess, you know, what Ariel looks like and Snow White. What are those gals up to? I quite liked, oh, the series with the ogre in it and Princess Fiona. Shrek. Shrek. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If anyone really wants to get on board with romance, check out Shrek 1, 2, 3 and whatever. They are so delightful in how they play on the fairy godmother and mother-in-law and you know yeah princesses but surely it's time for Disney to turn up some great movies about what the queens are doing these days and uh, let's get right. being young <laughs> and blonde and curvy and now real women right right <laughs> so I love the fact that you use intuition and psychic abilities to find the right relationships and discern Mr. Wrongs can you speak a little bit to that? Yeah, absolutely. Dating. Yeah,
0: I feel like, you know, being able to like the psychic abilities comes into like this deep energetic healing work, where a lot of it is about love and acceptance of yourself, you know, so we can become like a true, a true queen, so we can magnetize the right kind of person. sometimes I'm able to see under the surface of what's going on and identify some of the patterns that are there that might be hard for the person I'm working with to see or to understand. And so I can look between the lines and I actually, I don't always do it specifically with my clients, but I can also get a clear picture of maybe the person who they are calling in because that's actually a lot of women are like, well, they've only witnessed unhealthy relationships so what can they actually expect? What is actually possible? So sometimes that helps to bring in that energy so they can believe in it and feel it and start opening up to a better possibility of what a relationship can look like.
1: You make such a good point. I grew up in a very angry household. My parents had lots of dysfunction, so I've had to do lots of work around that and also be present and positive in my parenting and grandparenting. In the hopes of not replicating or continuing those legacies. So, for me, I'm very much leaning into my heart and my soul, you know, listening to that higher frequency, letting it resonate through my body and listen in a way that I can actually hear a quality man and also actively listen to what he's saying. And lean into what is a quality relationship for me, because I think you make a really valid point around what are you manifesting? What are you magnetizing? So Constance, have you done some online dating? Do you have some stories
0: to share around that? So like my situation was a little bit different, but I did meet my husband sort of online, but not in a traditional online dating type of way. At the time, he was working on a movie project, riding his bicycle around the United States. I found his project online and reached out to him because I was curious about it. And then we were just like Facebook friends for a while. And yeah, and then he actually moved to Kauai, um, one of the Hawaiian islands. And he finally sent me the movie. And that's so I heard his voice for the first time after being just, you know, friends online. His voice was really nice. It felt very soothing and like home to me. So I told him like, like I'm just that was really cool I finally got to hear your voice and then he wanted to hear mine and so he was living in Kauai but we began to talk on the phone all the time and then on Skype video calls and then he bought me a ticket to go to Kauai and the rest was history <laughs>
1: well Facebook took a little while to get into the online dating space. You, they're now on since 2018. So it'll be very interesting to see how they possibly disrupt some of the big players and open up right. areas. Yeah. So, do you have any advice for people who want to turn from princesses to queens and Prince Charmings to kings?
0: My biggest advice would be to really know yourself, like fall in love with who you are that you value. Yourself and you understand your needs. And when you have that deep understanding and deep commitment and love, that guides you in how you communicate, that guides you in how you're walking out into the world and your energy, because energy is so attractive or repelling. So it just keeps you in that queen of your heart space, you know, keeps you in that energy when you have that self commitment. And you're open and willing to be responsible for things and forgive and just
1: allow yourself to receive on a new level. Thank you, Constance. I really appreciate you sharing for the series. I'm going to put links to you in the show notes. But would you like to just wrap up with the kinds of what you can offer listeners if they wish to get in touch with you?
0: Yeah. So. I am on Instagram. I am psychic.soulmate.coach and I am on Facebook as well. You can look at my name Constance AO and I have a a private Facebook group and I have recently started on Clubhouse. I don't know if you are on the Clubhouse yet but I'm at Soul Love Coach so I'm looking forward to having chats in there
1: as well. And I really appreciate your time, Constance, and your place in the world and how you're contributing to helping the kings and queens of hearts find their soulmates. Absolutely. It
0: is a pleasure and an honor.
1: Series two, it's all about the queen of hearts and king of hearts. Please note, the content for this series two is driven by a need for a less discussed conversation. This topic came about because we're facing a new norm backed by little data, experience, fact and research. What we thought we knew and think we now know is being flipped without notice. Let's start the conversation. Expand our thinking about what's going on in the world as we evolve through a period striped with velocity of change. Series 2 will be revisited in January 22 and updated with all the new data and some new thoughts. Okay, welcome to episode 24, the why, the who, and the how. The series is approached from a techno-optimistic viewpoint of online dating. Planning and balancing your personal happiness with as much attention as you give to your professional happiness has come to the fore like never before. Post-2020, with forced physical isolation, mandatory remote closure of non-essential businesses. Remote and virtual work, in-person time is mostly limited to screens, the family, social and work interactions. Mobile and online dating are expecting to outperform in their industry more so than in previous years, thanks to this new normal being socially acceptable, the social acceptance of online dating, the advent of physical isolation and the ease of connecting with other people online. Unlike ever before, If you wish to pursue your personal happiness, find a companion as effectively as you pursue your professional success, then smart people should be able to connect with people worthy of them. Let's move on. The why. This is an opinion piece about my efforts to find out the key dating trends and my humble offering of what I've learned in aid of informing you your knowledge and some of what you need to know about making decisions around online dating. Some statistics, pandemic impacts to inform the current data and research, will no doubt change and more likely dramatically. The demand for dating industry services is dependent on consumer preferences, seasonality, internet usage and the proportion of adults. The consumers range in age from 20 to well over 70. Industry researcher Ibis Will projects that the love market will grow This is due to the ease of access to internet and the acceptance of online dating. Ibis World reports that there are in excess of 2,000 businesses. The market size is over 4 billion and growing rapidly. Why, you might ask yourself? Well, the reasons range from professional matchmakers are more expensive than online dating, forced physical isolation, sheltering in place, closures of non-essential businesses, the mandatory remote and virtual work now. In person time is limited to the screen. The Who. St. Augustine once said, The measure of love is to love without measure. So, who are these kings and queens of the heart? Online dating users range in age from 20 to well over 70. Dating sites and apps show the diversity of users. Check out these names Christian dating, Jewish dating. J date, Asian dating, black dating, senior dating, gay dating, lesbian dating. Match Group Inc. and eHarmony are the major players. Mind you, Facebook swiped right since 1918, so no doubt I reckon there's a merger of some sort on the horizon. Back to who's online? Your family? Your co workers? Let's break it down. 65% of never married millennials those born between 1981 and 1996, use dating platforms. 53% of never-married Gen Xs, those born between 1965 and 1980, are on online dating. In contrast, 29% of never-married baby boomers, that's post-World War II to 1964, are online dating too. The current landscape disperses the finding the one by chance, lessens the impact of isolation, the TikTok of biological clocks, ageism, discrimination. <laughs> I could go on. Fact heads up online dating platform engagement use by cohabitating Americans has increased from 15% in 2015 to 40% in 2019. What do you think? Is there more cheating? or more open relationships since 2020? Will this stack go up or down? January 2022, we'll be revisiting the topic. And each month, I will be popping up an episode with a guest around this topic. Be smart, check, check, and recheck again his or her partnership status. Consider, are you in the type of relationship that you wish to be in? Does this align with your values? Are you or the other person upfront about partners? Do you all agree and have workable boundaries? STDs and health checks like virus, fungi or other underlying conditions? And the status? Have they been shared? Is three a crowd? Clearly some think not or some do not know. Pew, Fat Tank researchers Anderson and Vogel published in March 2020 these updates. of cohabiting and 3% of married people say they are currently online using dating services. 1% of all married adults and 2% of all cohabitating adults in the US are current users of dating sites or dating apps. Check, check and recheck somebody's relationship status. Is it for you? Great. If it's not for you, please no. Please notice, please go deeper. All right, moving on. The how. Dating hubs occur less in real life and more so in your online life. So continuing from a position of techno-optimism, dating websites and dating ads set about connecting you with singles or people who are not so single around the globe or wherever you wish to pursue relationship partners. According to Marina Atshade, who is a professor at the Vancouver School of Economics, University of Columbia, and the School of Public Policy at Simon Fraser University, she tells us from a purely economic point dating apps solve what she calls a thin market problem. If in real life there are too few romantic options, lean in, online life maximizes your chance. If you take responsibility because it has more to offer, more ease and efficiency. Let's face it, for example, you can resolve your courtship crisis with the convenience of geolocation offered by dating apps. All you need is a smartphone to locate potential dates nearby. One question has been on my mind. The Machiavellian character of our complex selves. Is it time to explore our digital selves? Who are we algorithmically? Which self do you present in digital dialogues? And how do you tell about your life in Bytes? B Y T E S? Yep, I know. Questions too big for this series for sure, but I'll put them on my list for future less discuss conversations. So, do you have online dating preferences? Believe me, you have many options. I know you're thinking by region or by city. Well, how about specific interests? There are some very interesting standalone free dating sites. For example, gluten-free singles or, hey, clown dating. What about you zombie groupies? Yes, there is every kind of walking dead obsession. Bristler for those who love a beard or do you like mustaches, check out stashpassions.com. In the UK, Love Flutter is a dating Twitter app for discovering peoples and places. I just love some tweets. I had a look and someone said, I'm looking for someone who thinks I'm funny and they're not depressed. (laughs) Another app for sporty people, Meet Me Outside, and the Slow Dating app once even lets daters monitor their heart rates on dates through their Fitbits to tell them how much they found their date arousing. Mind you, I'm not sure how advanced this technology is because it could just be your movements. Once is a dating app that uses matching algorithms to deliver just one match per day to each user. It's pitched itself as an alternate to the frenetically paced apps. The slow dating app Once has been acquired by Dating Group for 18 million as they expand their portfolio. Have you heard of site matching? Well, if you like to travel, this combines sightseeing and finding your match. Now, the Passion Network, for example, is a small empire of about 250 dating hubs. Take this example, My Little Pony fans, they have a hub for (laughs) brawnypassions.com. So if you like little ponies, there's a dating hub for them. If you are looking for someone within your faith, there is the Christian dating, Christian mingle, Jewish dating, J-date, ethnicity is your driver. There is Asian dating, black dating. If age is your driver, there is senior dating, date my age, which is for 45 plus singles. If it is around sexual orientation, there is gay dating, lesbian dating, and a site called Her. Dating sites founded by women A Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel, and the three-day rule, Yes, Bumble is a woman-led dating app. Bumble requires women to message first, and if the guy doesn't message back within 24 hours, he loses his potential match. Bumble revealed recently that two in five of the people they survey are taking longer to get to know someone as a result of the pandemic lockdown. 38% of Bumble's users admit that the lockdown has made them want something more serious. FYI, Bumble is going public and claims to have uh, 42 million monthly active users. The rate of overly confident mail tends to be higher on this than other maps. Bumble also has a BFF feature, so if you need a best friend forever, check Bumble. As of November 2020, they've introduced a new feature to prevent bad actors from using the dating app unmatched to hide from their victims. Coffee Meets Bagel sends curated matches or bagels each day at noon. They also suggest icebreakers for your first message and their profiles are more in-depth than Tinder. Some people need a little extra help. Hinge is designed to make user profiles more engaging and hopefully helpful. Their current slogan is designed to be deleted and if it's a serious relationship you want, this might be the dating app for you. Tinder, often known as a hookup, and possibly an LTR, long-term relationship, also covers a lot of bases. Another one is Happen. It matches you to people who are nearby in physical location, and it helps you meet someone in a more organic way. The League is an elite dating app that requires you to apply to get access. They also want your LinkedIn profile. I'm curious by this one. Be Linked is the first interactive mobile dating application that allows you to find your match using LinkedIn's quality user base. Now Max Fisher, he's the CEO, says that they're based off the LinkedIn platform and use a new feature called Be Introduced. That allows you to be a potential matchmaker or let other people act as a matchmaker for you. And the who's looking at your profile is one of the most used features on this site. So it allows people to match on the base of age, gender, and distance. And on top of that, you can filter by industry and universities. As mentioned, Match is the largest operator and has been on the scene since last century. They have 45 brands, plus Tinder, Match, OK, OkCupid, Hinge, Pears, Plenty of Fish, Our Time, Black People, Meet, etc. Tinder is the highest grossing non-gaming app globally. As the past CEO of OkCupid, I think, Sam Yagan says, every single person is born single. The next major player is eHarmony. And then as I mentioned, 2018, Facebook got involved. Just create your profile from your Facebook account, but it will be separate from your Facebook account and your current friends, Facebook friends, and anyone outside of dating won't see your profile. But you can check it out. There are singles events, speed dating events, and people are putting together online parties. Does this all seem a little overwhelming? Perhaps you need your own AI personal matchmaker assistant. (laughs) Canadian engineer Justin Long built just such an assistant he calls Bernie AI. He was frustrated by how much time he was swiping and messaging compared to going on actual dates. So he decided the bot could do the work. So Bernie asks users to link to their accounts and then swipe, and he models individual tastes. And then Bernie starts doing the swiping for you on an app like Tinder until he encounters a mutual match. (laughs) Justin Long thinks that personal dating apps like Bernie are the future of dating tech. (laughs) Instead of spending time, give it to a digital matchmaker. Bernie has access to your calendar, your GPS locations, and he deals with the logistics for you. When algorithms are so good, you might want to trust their decisions more than your own. <laughs> so, social connections, online life, and real life. The presentation of our online life equates to creating an expression of yourself and your life in writing or video. And your autobiography, you're telling people about your activities, your memories, your worldview, the changes that are happening in your life. Do a dating deconstruct if you've been around online dating already. We're inundated with entertainment media. It encourages us to find the one by chance. I call this happiness chance. Does love at first sight exist? Have you ever had this experience? A movie that comes to mind for me is The Bridges of Madison County. Robert James Wallace is the author. And in this, these people, they do not experience love at first sight when they meet, but they feel so drawn to each other. Robert Redfoot and Meryl Streep do this amazing job of a feeling I think some of us have experienced before. Or do we reenact previous lives by chance or by choice? Uncertainty is the name of the game in every area of our lives. And let's face it, love can never be permanent. The Twilight series made popular the song A Thousand Years. And in the chorus it repeats many times, she sings, Darling, don't be afraid. I have loved you for a thousand years and I'll love you for a thousand more. So have you ever, ever met someone you're so sure you've met before in another life? I do not have the answers to these deep and enduring questions. With tongue in cheek, from all the research and interview, here's some pointers from the experts who were guests and up and coming episodes. Tip for him. Listen up for Adam Harmon in episode 25. He has some great tips. He's an intuitive life and business coach. This one publishes in February, 12th of February. Have a quality photo on your profile. It's as important as your professional photo. If you've got one on your company website or LinkedIn, have something that's just as comparable. She would love to hear how you show up in your digital dialogues. Keep in mind, you do not have to be perfect. You do not even have to be in full agreement. What counts is how you respectfully engage. You, as a man, can contribute to hold the space for her to share. When you do voice messages, make them constructive. Ask an open question. Text a positive. I'd love to receive a joke. A virtual dating conversation. Yep, virtual dates are all the things now. Share your stories about how good your relationships are with the women in your life. Your mother, your daughter, your niece, your granddaughter. Share the sweeter moments in your life. Bad behavior reduces the success of all men. Demonstrate you're a quality man and be respectful. You will stand out. Believe it or not, women are inundated with appropriate behaviors and media and images. Men seem to think that they can say to a woman online what they would not say in public. Check out episode 27, the 10 hour date with Cheyenne and Daryl. They share about dick pics and other frank points. And in episode 29, I'm going to talk more about the downside of. Online dating tips for her listen more than you talk. What he says, he means. This is an opportunity for him to be heard. Practice active listening, release your gender at least for now. But please take note of what he said. Men say and mean exactly what they mean to say. Listen up, go slow. Queen of Hearts love coach Jerrica Jack. And episode 26 has some wonderful tips. This will be publishing the 13th of February. Have fun, be playful. Rona Lewis shares her wisdom around dating with a playful mind. How do you show up as a woman in your digital dialogues? Have a constructive voice message. Share about something fabulous that's happened in your day, something curious. Hey, what about weird? Texts. Make it positive. Perhaps share a joke with him. Virtual dating conversations. Share stories about how good your life is. And talk about the relationships you have with the men in your life. Your father, your son, your uncle, nephew, grandson. Share the beauty. Share your passions. Share your dreams. Dating reconfigured to the virtual. Virtual dating could be a plus for online daters. You pick the landscape. You create the work experience online. New skills are needed to manage tech, your brand management, lighting. Bring your best self to the screen. In episode 26, again, Queen of Love coach, Jerica Jack, has shared a link to her YouTube video, How to Have a Great Virtual Date. It'll be in the show notes. I look forward to seeing your comments and reviews about the series on social media. If you have a hot topic that I haven't explored, reach out, message me. I wish you well on your conscious dating journey into personal happiness, not by chance. Be as strategic as you are with your professional happiness stance. Keep in mind the footprints you are leaving behind in the digital sands of time. Enjoy the adventure. Celebrate the experiences Join the
0: conversation. Dr. Michelle St. Jane is a conscious steward of meaningful leadership in the world and the wider cosmos. Tune in every Thursday for real talk around life, leadership, and your conscious journey. Be ready to create and cultivate your dreams and soul-hearted desires. Your support is valued. Please subscribe. Leave a review and a rating. But more importantly... Share with your connections.